It's Monday again, which means it's time for another miracle story. Deacon Dave is here with us again. He's got his shirt and I've got mine. We wear these every Monday. Actually, we just taped all these on the same day. That's, that's the real inside behind the scenes truth. So today we have a story, uh, another one that involves our parish and you praying. So get us into it. Yeah, what, yes. This was a, uh, occurred years ago. There was a noted healer in the Diocese of Cleveland. Uh, he was recognized by the bishop as having this gift and was allowed by the bishop to travel through various, various parishes in the, the diocese and perform healing services. Uh, he would do these on a, uh, a weekend, typically, uh, a Saturday. He would start early in the morning and he would go uh, typically till 11 o'clock at night uh, with people just flocking uh, to be prayed with by uh, him and his team. Uh, one of our parishioners worked on the team that was securing venues, and he was constantly talking to us about bringing this healer into uh, St. Basil's. And uh, Father Walt and I talked to it uh, about it, and we, yeah, we, the idea appealed to us, but there were certain drawbacks that, uh, you know, we were concerned about. One, uh, we had no control over the event. Uh, all we would do is make sure the facilities were available. Uh, his team came in and took care of everything. Uh, they were in the church. They were doing the praying. They had people in the parking lot. They actually, uh, people that were attending had to secure tickets. And the tickets were run through his organization. And if you wanted to have a healing, you would say, I want to be on this Saturday, and he would say, okay, your time is going to be 9.15 a.m. Mm -hmm. in the morning or 9 p.m. at night, mm -hmm. and you got a ticket to get yeah. in the church uh, one hour prior to your scheduled time yeah. to be prayed with. And it was crazy. I remember it. Oh, it, it, and, it, um, it but if they didn't have tickets, it probably would have been even crazier. Well, it would have been crazy that people were flocking for all of it. We were getting phone calls constantly. Mm -hmm. uh, Father Walter ultimately just sent them all to me, uh, and you know, the office would send them to me. And there's people from all over this state, from other states, mm -hmm. trying to get in here to get tickets. And all we could do is refer them back to his organization, and so we got nothing to do with this. But uh, for poor Father Walt, he was getting phone calls, and people were offering him somebody wanted to even buy replace his boat with a new boat uh, somebody offered him $10,000 I mean it was just it was wild uh -huh. uh -huh. and I remember Father Walt coming to me and he said you gotta stop this nonsense he said yo I'm sorry we ever did all this uh, it, it's so nuts so I, I asked him at the time I said let me let me preach this weekend at all masses and the the, the theme of the, the the homily that I gave is that it's it's not so much this person who is coming in with his team to do healing. God is the healer. And when this person is gone... And he would say that, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he would say... Yeah, he wasn't... Uh, he, yeah, he wasn't promoting himself. He, he would acknowledge that God was a healer. But yeah, basically, I was trying to tell people, when, when this guy is gone, God is still here, and the mm -hmm. healer is still here. Mm -hmm. And we can still have people healed right here at St. Basil's yeah. with ordinary people praying for healing just as this uh, person was. Yeah, we've got the sacraments. We've got the Blessed yeah. Sacrament, the Eucharist. We've got the Holy Spirit. Right. Exactly. All that. So, and, and things died down somewhat, but we're still getting the outside phone calls. But internally mm -hmm. in the parish, things really got quiet. 
And uh, a lady who was a parishioner uh, came to me one day, and she had a brother with her. Uh, and her brother lived in Columbus. And she wanted to see me. Never really told me what she wanted to see me about, but she wanted a ticket for her brother. Her brother was diagnosed with stage 4 cancer. Mm. And uh, she wanted a ticket. And she comes in, her and her husband and, and the brother. And and I'm just looking at this poor man, and she's just begging. She wants her brother to live. She's just begging. You know, you yeah. got to get him in. I say, you know, we don't have any control over this. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing we could do. And I remember it clearly. Uh, the brother was sitting there and listening to this whole conversation. He didn't say much. But then suddenly one day it, when all this was going back and I'm telling her there's nothing we could do to get him a ticket, the brother looks at me and said, you pray for healing, don't you? I said, I will pray for healing, yes. And he said, well, why don't you pray for me? I said, I could do that. He said, can you do it now? I said, well, yes, I could do it now. But what I'd like to do is why don't you come back and bring your wife and bring your children and we'll have everybody pray with you. And Mm -hmm. he says, I like that idea. (laughs) So we made an appointment, and he comes back a week later. He's got his wife, and if I remember right, there were three kids with him. Uh, and his sister and, and his brother-in-law. Yeah. And they all came to my office here in St. Basil's. Uh, and I had the wife and kids put hands on him. Uh, I didn't touch him, but I led the prayer, and I basically prayed that God would heal him, take this cancer from him. And if I remember the words I use as something like, you know, just, just smash it like you did to the rocks on the day of Midian. You just totally eradicate it, you know, mm-hmm. smash it, mm-hmm. destroy it, remove it from him. Uh he was peaceful. He thanked me. He left. Uh, the healer came in, did his thing. Uh, I know it ended about 1130 that night. And uh, there were some healings that happened during that service. Uh, they did ask me if I wanted to be part of a team. And I actually said, no, I didn't. It was their event. I would just prefer to deal with some of the logistics and the, the chaos that was on, yeah. the, on the outside. Uh, and... I'm trying to remember the time frame, but it was about uh, six, eight weeks later. Uh, I don't remember exactly, but it was a fairly good lengthy time span. Uh, this fellow calls up and he wants to come back and talk. And he comes back with his wife and his kids. And uh, uh, he was healed. Oh, man. And, and they brought everybody back. He brought everybody back. That's and, awesome. And, and he was bringing the family back to say thank you. And I said, you don't thank me. You know, just you know, give thanks to God. Thank God, yes. And you, know, you go back to your parish in Columbus and give witness to what God has done. Don't don't give witness that you know, Deacon Dave did this. You know, Just go back and tell yeah. people, God, heal me. Yeah, the and, God that is accessible you know, to everyone. Yeah, the God yeah, is only one exactly. prayer away. Exactly. You're, you're like the leper. You, I want you to go back and tell the elders, tell the leaders, tell everybody that God healed you. Yeah, uh, and and I'm sure he did that, but uh, it's just another concept. You know, we we have this tendency. We we hear these stories of the Diorios and the the Magnuts and uh, Padre Pio, and we we want to flock to them. Uh, when God is in every parish and every diocese, you know, no matter how big, no matter in how every small, baptized soul, exactly, and and God will respond to prayer. I've I've come to believe in this God who. Heals the one who identified himself in Exodus. I am the God who heals you. It's one of the first thing he says to Moses, and you know he identifies himself as the God who heals. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, we need to hang on to that concept because we have, as we talked about this before, this omnipotent God that is up there, and we keep him distance because he's so powerful and almighty. But he desires just to touch us, to bring us wholeness spiritually, physically, emotionally. He yeah. wants to fill our life with joy. You know, the healing's wonderful, but there's so much more that God wants to give us in terms of our spiritual health, our emotional health, our joy, our peace. and yeah, and it's so easy to believe that that lie, really, that the other person's got the thing that I don't have. Yes, that is true. And uh, I think one of the lessons from talking with you about these miracle stories is just that the faith to look inside to the indwelling Trinity who we received at baptism, who we receive every week in the Blessed Sacrament at Mass, we received an even greater outpouring at confirmation. I mean, confirmation is just like, oh, I mean, God is so good that he said, I'm going to give you my Holy Spirit in baptism. And he's like, I'm going to give you more. I'm going to give you more, yeah. a greater outpouring, yeah. more grace of the Holy Spirit. It's just Amen. the God who just gifts upon gifts upon yeah. gifts. And we, 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 yeah, I agree, Tommy. And you, and you know that from dealing with me at Pentecost to me is the, the greatest event in our spiritual lives. Yeah, we focus on the resurrection. We focus on you know, you know Christ's death and resurrection, but Pentecost is yeah. that, that was us. That was us. Yeah, that's along. us. That's our resurrection. Yeah, and it's uh, you know the greatest prayer of healing I ever heard was a five-year-old boy. We we're praying uh, for his dad, and this little child said, "God, please heal my daddy." You know, and just mm. simple faith. I mean, we, yeah. we tend to make it too hard. Yeah, we just need to use those words. So if people think it is too hard, like when you're praying over someone, uh, if they're wondering about the practicals, I mean, you said you listen first, and then are you praying the Holy Spirit? Are you praying to different persons of the Trinity? Are you calling on saints? Are you bring it in Scripture? Is this a two-minute thing? Is this a 20-minute thing? No, it's, it's usually fairly quick. But, yes, the first thing I would, I, I listen to the Spirit, you know, because, you know, Remember when Jesus said, "Don't worry about what you're going to say, because when the time comes, mm-hmm. you're going to you're going to have it." And I and I trust that Holy Spirit, who's the one who's going to guide us, who's going to teach us, who who reveals all things to us. So I really get in tune with the Holy Spirit and just ask the Holy Spirit to you know give me the words, whatever they need. Uh, I do use Scripture. I have this tendency, and this is just me because I'm human. I remind God. What he promised us, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. God, you promised. It's a very me. biblical thing, God. You promised me that you're going to do this, so I'm going to pray. And like the guy with the blind eye and the snowstorm, you know, I'm going to pray. But God, show up, please, God. Yeah, don't forget who you are. Yes. I remember who you are. Yes, exactly. Remember the promises so you made. I, I tend to use scripture. And I tend to remind God that this is a promise you made. That if we ask, we do receive. And uh, and then I just try to quiet myself down and. You know, like the the gal who wanted to be a mother. Uh, I just try to, you know, what is it you want? You know, there's some people, I mean, I've been with people that have had cancer and all they want to do is, no, I'm okay. I just want to encounter God. Yeah, that's beautiful. And in our last story, I think it was last week, you talked about the guy in the wheelchair who had eyesight problems. Right. And he was praying for eyesight problems. Right. And he's in a wheelchair. Exactly. Yeah. He could have been praying for a bunch of other things, yeah. but he said, no, the thing true. that I really want 
is this. That is true, and I never even uh, thought about that aspect. What was what was the problem with his mobility? Because the eyesight, he had a, a person with him. All you do is take the arm, as most blind people do, and you walk with him. Mm-hmm. So I never really asked him what his other issues were, but yeah. only one who was sight. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Good point. Well, let's close out in prayer, okay. all right? I'll start and you finish. All right. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember your promises, O Lord. You are in this covenant with us, and you are not leaving. Sometimes we leave. And when we do that, bring us back. But we are in this covenant with you, Lord, forever. You will be our God, and we will be your people. Lord, we ask for boldness and trust to grow in our hearts. Give us the boldness of Moses, Lord, who said, I want to see you. At a time when the Israelites believed if they saw you face to face, they would die. Yet, yet Moses wanted to see you. Hmm. Give us the faith of Aaron, Lord, as he sat there and prayed with the battle of Amalek. That he prayed and he prayed as as long as his arms were lifted up. The victory is ours. Help us to be a people of prayer. Listening to you. Asking for your intercession. Asking for your power to be revealed, not ours. And give us the trust of Caleb. Who said the promised land is ours, let us go forth. Just trusting not believing what we see with our eyes as they did because the people were too big, too tall, veritable giants, the scriptures tell us. And they believed they couldn't overcome them. But Caleb said, God said, go. So give us the courage to go. And we ask all these things in your name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Deacon Dave. You're welcome, Tom. And it, more stories that you remember, you let me know, and we'll it keep telling them because it's, it is strange how something happens to you, you tell some people when you're excited for the first couple of days, and then life goes on, and you go on with life. That's true. But these, these memories, these glory stories, those are things that keep us going and really help give other people inspiration, too, when they need it. So pray boldly. We love you so much, and so does God. God bless. Have a blessed day.